Welcome to Things Leaders Do, the podcast that uncovers the secrets of becoming an extraordinary leader. If you're a leader who's constantly seeking growth, inspiration, and tangible ways to level up your leadership, then you've come to the right place. Remember, the world needs exceptional leaders, and that leader is you. Now, here's your host, Colby Morris. Hello, leaders. Welcome back to the TLD podcast. This is your host, Colby Morris. Hey, I just want to take some time to thank everyone uh, for their positive feedback on last week's uh, episode. It was kind of a rant, kind of a um, off script episode. Uh, my first one like that. And uh, from what I can tell, most of you liked it. So I appreciate that uh, and that candid feedback. And uh, Man, it just means a lot. So thank you again. Today, I want to kind of dive into why I do this podcast, um, more or less why we should intentionally develop leaders, why that makes sense and um, how to do it. So let's go into the how first, which I know doesn't make sense. You're supposed to do the why before the how, uh, but I just feel the uh, the how is pretty powerful here. So diving right in. First thing you want to do is you want to assess the the strengths and weaknesses of your current leaders. I, you can't just randomly assign their development. You have to make it specific to that individual. If they struggle with public speaking, maybe give them the opportunity to do some speaking. If they really struggle with having tough conversations, you need to assign some development around tough conversations. It has to be really individualized after you do that assessment of what their strengths and their weaknesses are. It has to be really tailored to that person, which kind of brings you to number two, which is you want to make sure that's implemented and spelled out in the performance management process, whatever your performance management system, software, whatever it looks like, you need to outline the specifics of what they need to be working on and when they need to complete it by. So using SMART goals is obviously the easiest one. You know, you need to complete this uh, difficult conversations training uh, by the end of September. And you know what? It's really easy to go back and figure out if they completed that or not and document it inside the performance management system. But really, use your performance management because, get this, it's about performance management. That's exactly where you do these things. You are working on the development of that leader. And that ties in specifically with your performance management. And then number three, make it a part of your monthly one-on-one -on -one discussions. Don't wait until annual evaluation time to have the discussion about how they've been doing. Literally every month when you meet with them one-on-one, -on -one, and by the way, if you're not meeting with them one-on-one, -on -one, you're failing as a leader, period. A standard part of leadership is meeting with your team, communication. And if you're not doing that, you better start. So in your monthly one-on-one -on -one discussions with your leaders, you need to talk about it. How are those aspects going? You know, these are some things that we talked about as far as your development goes. You know, give me some examples of your successes in these areas. 
What trainings have you completed so far? Are you scheduled to take the trainings? Whatever it is, but make it a normal part of that conversation so that it is always front of mind. They always know you're going to talk about their development when you talk to them. That's how it becomes important because it's important to you. It gets repetitively uh, communicated to them. And that is what is important. Okay. And then number four, make sure that their development is a reflection of what their career goals are to them, not to you. Right. We, you may have a lot of Michael Jordans. It doesn't mean they all want to be the coach. You may have some great performers, some really high performers, and you're thinking, man, I can make this person into a great leader. But if they have zero desire to be a leader, at least right now, then their development should reflect that. It should be more around their performance, how to do better. You can give them some leadership stuff, but if they don't have a desire to to be promoted, to become the boss, to be the leader, then don't put that in their development plan because you're going to end up in a bad situation. Wait until they show that interest before you start making their career goals what you think they should be because you're going to lose them if you try to make it what you think those goals should be. Does that make sense? So, Why is this all so important? Well, number one, it creates a pipeline of leaders in your organization and in your department. No matter where you are, if you will start developing your team, you're going to create that pipeline of leaders. Okay. And and you're going to have a deeper bench. You're going to have people that are ready to step up. And I can tell you this, and I say it a lot, but everything gets better when leaders get better. There is not a part of your department or of your organization that will get worse by developing better leaders throughout the entire team. It's just not going to happen. Everything is going to get better because leaders understand and they understand the people and why the people are important. Then it becomes about the culture. And it's just this trickle effect that, that really impacts an organization because you started investing in the leaders. John Maxwell, I'll probably butcher this quote, but he basically said something along the lines of the single biggest way to impact an organization is through leadership development. That's so true. And I've seen it so many places. I can't tell you how many times I went to different locations and, and walked into a situation where there were, there was really poor leadership before I got there. And the more I started focusing on the team and developing the leaders, well, easier my job became and the faster I got promoted because there were other places that needed that exact same change management skill that I had. All right. uh, Number two, this will keep your team engaged and learning. A huge part of the employee experience and employee satisfaction is being engaged and continuous learning. They want to be a part of an organization that really invests in them. They don't want to be a part of some organization that just they're an afterthought. They're just a number. They're just a whatever. They want to be engaged. Your team wants to be engaged. They want to learn more. And hopefully you're hiring people that have those desires as well. 
I know you're probably thinking of that one person, maybe two. You're like, man, they, they really don't care. Well, then why are they there? As their leader, why are they there? If they don't care and they're, my guess is they're probably not performing, why are they still there? You need to ask yourself that question. All right. Number three, it's going to reduce turnover and turnover time through succession planning. And I just did succession planning, I believe, last week or the week before. Um, this is your opportunity to build your bench. Yes, you have that pipeline of leadership we just uh, talked about in number one. But this is very um, targeted. Your succession planning. Who's going to replace you? Who's going to replace the manager under you? Who's going to replace that manager? You need to really start looking at your team and creating a succession plan as you're developing these people. Because there's going to be certain skill or skills that they need in order to take those positions. And if you're not planning those, you're not being intentional about it. They're not going to be ready when that time comes anyway. But if you will be intentional and really, like I said, tailor those, those development plans to the person, to the individual for what they need to take that next step, then if you happen to lose somebody, you lose a manager, you have that opportunity to say, hey, man, I've really been working with Mary and she is ready to take this uh, position. Here's everything she's been doing. This is uh, the development she's done. This is why I think she is uh, the next up for this. And it's a very easy transition to move one leader into that next leader role. And you know what? You may be a victim of this yourself. Your upper leadership may be looking at you and thinking, man, John is really good at what he does, but we don't have anybody that can replace him if he leaves or if we promote him. And now what? You're stuck in that position because you've never developed a leader under you to take your place so you can be promoted. See, that's a fear mindset. A lot of people refuse to develop their replacement, develop the person under them because they're afraid that you know they're going to take my job. That's so stupid, so selfish. You need to create leaders under you, develop leaders under you that can take some stuff off your plate that you can develop into those next level leaders. Give your leader a reason to promote you because you do have someone that can step into your place. That is the way really great organizations run. Don't do this out of fear. Do it because it's the right thing to do, not just for you, but for the people that you're leading. All right, everyone. I appreciate it. That's a short one today. Another one of those kind of kind of rants I feel, but really wanted to get that out there today. Um, as of this recording, we're about a week out from Christmas, so I really hope you have an amazing Christmas holiday. hope you get to take some time for the family, and uh, remember to be present, be there. Um, that is one of the more important things in the world, uh, is not the presence you give, but being present with them. If, I, if you're getting any value out of this, I would really appreciate uh, a rate and review 
or that you would uh, share this via social media and let people know what you're listening to. If there's other leaders out there that you think could benefit from this podcast, please share, tag me, let me know that you're, uh, you're listening out there. Again, if you want to contact me, uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or on the show Instagram page. Just look up things leaders do and I'd love to have a conversation with you there. I really enjoy the conversations I've been having with everyone. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate you and keep developing those leaders because that's what leaders do. Thank you for listening to Things Leaders Do. If you're looking for more tips on how to be a better leader, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and listen to next week's episode. Until next time, keep working on being a better leader by doing the things that leaders do.